Welcome to the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hey, thank you very much. Now, this is a loaded question here, so... I'll just say use your discernment, and I think it's for the guys again, so use your discernment to kind of figure out what this person is trying to say. Often we hear godly men talk about wanting marriage and family. They have the advantage because of the men-to-women ratio, yet we never see them select a godly woman from the group, and they are surrounded by them. Why is this? What stops a man from selecting anyone, period? The same goes for women. They say they want someone, but when a faithful man of God approaches them, he is often rejected. Why? Alright, so it's been my observation that people need to define what means godly. I think that is the root of the that's the root of the problem. Because what's godly to me, I can show you the verses. What what does it mean to be godly to you? You need to show me your verses. And if my verses match up with yours, then we have the same definition. Very simple. So if a person see, we live in a culture where too many times the word godly gets thrown around in the Christian circle. Not everybody who goes to church is a Christian. That's just the reality. And so if a person says, oh, well, I'm looking for a godly man, but they're hitting up the clubs and this and that, whatever. You know what? That's a huge disconnect. So a godly man, it doesn't matter how good you look, how nice you dress, or how decent you dress. Okay? A godly man will spot godly character. And if a godly man is 32 years old, he will go after it. Okay? And so, I think that's the main problem. People don't know what godly means. And I think there's a, there's a huge amount of people in church that they're just there coasting. They go to church on Sunday. They don't touch their Bible the whole week. They just keep going. They get involved. They think that because they are involved, you know, passing around plates, you know, or passing the offering plates, they think that they're serving God that way. Serving God means having a relationship with Him. Out of the abundance of that relationship, you can serve others in a godly way, and you'll be very satisfied. And so, I think it's mainly going back to the basics. What does that mean to you? What, what does being godly mean to you? And so, I think that's where, that, that's where a lot of people, you know, um, I've seen that in the culture there are probably a lot of a lot more women that hang around in groups. You know, they're reading the Bible, they're studying, and uh, amongst the men there isn't much of that. And I think that's another big disconnect there that that the men really do need to step up. They do need to uh, join forces. You know, let's let's get together and let's have a Bible study, man, and let's just talk about God. Let's see how we can grow together. And I think that needs to be done. Uh, in a solo fashion. Get the girls out of the room, you know, because the women are doing it. 
and they're growing. But if the men aren't doing it, then we're not growing. We're just going to be coasting right along in the friend zone, you know, going to Starbucks. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. And these women, you know, they're going to be all around and they're going to be like, man, where are the godly men? Where are the godly men? And so I think it's just going back to the basics. Let's, let's build our definition of what godly means. What does that mean in the word? And once we figure that out, then let's start following. I'd like to respectfully shoot down this notion of guys in ministries like this being surrounded by godly women and not stepping up and so forth. Just uh, kind of a big demonstration. I'll use myself as a guinea pig. Um, most of the women in this room, because I know most of the women in this room, they know each other. They're friends. They talk. <laughs> so the guys out there, just memorize that. Most of the women in this room, they're friends. They know each other, and they either have talked, or they're going to talk, or they're talking right now. <laughs> so, if I were to be Mr. Godly Man, I see someone that I'm interested in, and you know, again, this is purely hypothetical. Um, let's say. Patricia, I'm interested. You know, are you interested? No, sorry, I don't feel that way. I, I just, you know, feel like, you know, we're, we're friends. Okay. Indeedy. <laughs> my, my, my heart picks itself back up. It's been about three months. So, I'm, I'm interested in you. Um, would, would you like to, you know, go down that route? I'm sorry, John, you know, I mean, you, you, do some, you, know, you do some cool impressions, but, you know, I'm, I'm just not seeing you that way. Okay. Andrea. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. By the, by the second or third woman that I've approached in the group, y'all are laughing because you know what this is going. By the second or third woman that I've approached in, in the group, I am now a what? Player. Thank you, John. So, to kind of feed off of what, what my brother Isaac is saying, as far as the definition of godly and you know, what, what that, that means to you, why is it that godly men and godly women in the same proximity aren't? Clicking up, they they aren't they aren't clicking up. I mean, maybe your scriptures do match, <laughs> but for some reason you're you're still you're still not not clicking up. Or you make that approach, she turns you down. You should pretty much probably just go to another church. Do something else because, like I said at the outset, most of the women in this room are friends. They know each other and they talk. So, probably a good portion of your conversation when you approach, when I approach Patricia and, you know, you know, try to, you know, step up. Indeed, he probably knows it by now. <laughs> no, he probably knows it. Eleanor, Andrea, it's around. So, he steps to the next girl, like, hmm. I was second. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want I was second place. <laughs> or two. 
How many other people have you done this to? You know, who 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 hasn't put it on Pinterest yet? <laughs> so just some things to think about when when pondering that question. Yeah, I, I just want to add one thing because that was one point that that I've been trying to communicate, and John did excellent. One thing is this, and and I was telling somebody this. So what's the solution to this problem? What should I do? Okay. Well, as a woman, I suggest. Okay, get to know the real person first. Okay, gather all your intel. That's fine. You know, oh, he asked me out. Okay, well, let's ask the next question. How did he ask you out? How did he approach you? You know, did he come to you respectfully? Or did he try to make out with you? You know, the, the first time, you know, try to smooch you and then, hey, girl, what's up? How was it? You know, and so... You have to build context, okay? Because anyone can say, oh, yeah, so-and-so asked me, and oh, my gosh, you know. Well, you don't know where that came from. And so sometimes we do need to get to know this other person, you know, okay, well, hey, you know, this guy asked you out. Okay, well, let's go out. And let's let's see if he, if he tells you, yeah, you know what, a few months ago I asked Patricia out. You know, she told me no. Okay, well, how do you feel about that? You know, are you over there, blah, blah, and so on and so forth. Try to build some context. Give this person a chance. Let's show some grace. And if this person tries, if this person tries to approach you in a disrespectful, ungodly way, then you can say, "Hey, you know what? I've discovered who you are. You're not godly. You're just a player. You cut it off. The end. And then you move on. And warn your sisters. <laughs> Tell them that's a wolf in sheep's clothing. So that, that that's just my comment. I don't know if the ladies." Very good, both of you guys. But I'm going to say on another note, um, that's a very good point, which you guys make. But I think what women want to see is that they were sought out individually, not, not, um, I still agree with you, so I'm not down that. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, that's why you want to get to, if you, okay, I think if you like someone, get to know them a little bit before you ask them out to see if they're interested. Because if they're not, then you are moving to the next one. And we don't want to know that we were second or third, because you find out, well, he likes her, now he's asking me out. And it's legitimate, I, I get that. But I think um, you're safer to find out if she likes you first, than to ask her out and know she's going to... I don't know. That's that's just help them. But do you see what I'm saying? Like if you, because because of the circle, because everyone knows everybody, and it, you're right. There needs to be grace. We shouldn't judge them. And it's how they approach it. They did it nice. Won't talk about it. I'm, I try to stay respectful. Like I don't tell people. I've heard people say something about someone, and I already know something else was done. I I leave. I try. I think that's wisdom with our circles. Is don't talk about people because everyone does know everybody. I like to respect that and. So what I'm saying, though, would be beneficial is if you found out one-on-one -on -one if there could be interest. And on that note, how we were talking about friends and being nice to each other, I personally try to be um, very attentive if I'm interested. And I think as women, you should show a difference in your attentiveness and not be the same with everybody. Because I, I think I'm friendly or nice, but I try to, you know, I really make that person feel more um, inviting if, if I'm trying to give a green light. You know what I mean? 
And I think we should be intentional for that to give that. I think I personally think a guy will know if they're interested, if I'm interested. And I think we should be a little more obvious in that. Okay. Thank you very much. Can I take a uh, okay. Two seconds. Right. But, um, <laughs> a lot. but um, really quickly, I think um, one thing that I always say I said I I think if we fish in a pond, you're likely to bump into some of the wrong ones before you catch the right one. And when I say that, as a female, because I, com I completely understand what you're saying, as a female, though, I kind of don't agree, because if we, as females, we have a group of females. We have a group of, we go to church, we go to, while you're single, we go here, we go there. So it's more than likely that if you meet a guy in that group, that he has probably approached someone else. And if we're going to be that for lack of a better word, sensitive in our feelings because he approached you six months ago or eight months ago, I'm going to miss out on my husband because he happened, unless he's in the desert somewhere in the Nile, like, or Nile Desert, whatever, he's the desert, ocean, river, whatever, he's dated someone before you. He has. So if you have, a, if you have the same groups, it's, it might be likely that he might have dated somebody that was in your group. Now, it shouldn't be your, necessarily your best friend, but, I mean, it may be someone, that's another story, but it may be someone in that group that he may have been interested in initially, or that you may, like, let's be honest with ourselves, because John might ask me out, and I may have never told Isaac, but I was looking at Isaac. So, you know, and I was like, you looking at Isaac six months ago. And so now I'm going to be negative to John because I know he asked Indeedee out, but I'm ignoring the fact that I was peeping Isaac about six months ago, too. You know, and so we have these, these double standards. And so I think as women, you know, we have to be able to say, you know, if I'm, if I'm, I go to Hope City and Hope City is huge, but when you get to know people, it's small. So, it's likely that if my husband was at Hope City, that he might have peeped somebody else out in the beginning too. And so I have to be able to say, you know, we're in this pond. So if we're in this pond, it's likely that his fishing pole is going, and not that kind of thing, but he's going to meet or interact with someone else before he actually gets to the one that he actually is interested in, if that makes sense. So I think that grace, like practically, we have to be able to like not think of ourselves higher and be like, oh, well, he ain't, you know, try to talk to me first or whatever the case. Well, he wasn't your first choice either. So, but just because he's not your first choice doesn't mean that's the best choice because we've all made wrong decisions because we all sit in here single, right? So, we've, we've all made wrong decisions. So, let's, let's be honest and open about that and be able to say, you know, like Isaac said, you know, okay, yeah, you may have um, dated NDD or you may have been, you know, whatever, and it's been six months or a year or whatever. Let me make sure that there's no residual feelings there. And, but if you're my husband, then, you know, indeed you're going to get invited to the wedding. And that's it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Give him a round of applause. <laughs> We're almost done, so um, before we, you know, ask maybe a, a few more questions, is there anyone in the audience that has a question they want to ask? Okay, we'll go on. Oh, okay, okay. I guess to both guys and the ladies, so I don't know who said this, but I heard something like, if Somebody asks you and then no, and then they ask you and then no, and then they ask you and then finally somebody did that. So now my question is like, I won't answer my question, but uh, like, <laughs> 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 I 
um, that then are we trying to say that we end up with people by chance? Like, because one thing I know is that because we're made by the same God, we will have chemistry, right? And we believe the same thing. Mm -hmm. So that would be the bottom line to everything. Sometimes if we're led by our feelings, then I'm bound to have chemistry with John. And then maybe because we love the same music, then I think it means love, love, right? And then I love Isaac because of maybe he likes cookies and cream ice cream, and I love cookies and cream. So now I just think, oh, Isaac and I should be in love. But then at that point, where does God come in? Like if, if you're asking this girl out and they say no, and that one says no, and that guy says no, and this, where do we... Whoever we end up with, are we led by God, or is it, do I have chemistry? Like, do I feel connected with you somehow? Because yes, this is a small group, and you get the right, that it ends up, you know, um, you being labeled as a player. But now, my question is, where does God come in? Because I would like to believe that the person I end up with is God-led, not because you got feelings, like, you know, it should be more than that, because we can have chemistry with a lot of people, and I've come to believe that chemistry doesn't mean nothing, because we're all made by the same God, so we have to somehow have something that we have in common. Okay. Uh, well, really quick, I'll say, God shouldn't come in after, God should be at the start of it. It really, yeah, and I, and I think I think that's probably what you, you know, because I think all of us, we want God to lead us, we want God to... You know, but yeah, sometimes we do trip up over our own feelings or, you know, over our own, I don't know, we think we have chemistry with someone or whatever. Feelings and chemistry and all of attracted, you know, you can be attracted to a lot of people that doesn't mean that they're the one. And it doesn't even mean that they're the right one for you. They could be the right one for somebody else. So um, I, I, I always bounce back because there seems to be two schools of thought. If I, if I think if I'm going in the right direction with this, that there seems to be some believers that believe, no, God only has one person for you, and that's the one person that, you know, that, that's, that's your person. And, and, um, and I think the Jews, the Jewish have a word, it's called beshert, like means beshert, that, 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 that is my intended, that that is the one God has intended for me. And so there is that belief. And if that's what you believe, then Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. However, there are some, I think, believers that do believe that, no, I can I can have a healthy relationship, a marriage with anyone if they're a believer. If we have enough in common, we share vision, we share goals, we you know we have a purpose together, and we are willing to make it work. That that we can make it work. Uh, so I and then again, and if that's where you fall, according to your faith, be it unto you. And um, you know, but I can I can say that. I, in my experience, and, and, and I'm a lot, I'm older than 32, <laughs> but I've seen couples where they were led to one another, and then I've seen couples where they, they just, they found, they found each other eventually, you know? And uh, just speaking to the kind of like the last question, the last thing that we talked about was, um, I, I dated someone, we went out on a couple of dates, and he was very respectful, godly man, and, and, you know, and, and, uh, but it just didn't work. It just wasn't working. And, uh, and we, we kind of, you know, just ended, it ended. And, um, about maybe, maybe sometime later, a couple of years, he, um, he approached 
a, a an acquaintance of mine, and actually we were in ministry together, and um, and they started dating, and they're now married. And and it is possible that you know just because he asked me out and went out on a couple of dates with me two years ago doesn't mean that he loves his wife any less. And it certainly doesn't mean that I wish them any harm, or because I don't, because no, it's just that's just the way it works sometimes. But it, you know. I think you just have to identify where do I fall on that? Do I want do I want that one person to pursue or I want to be that one for someone else? Then believe it. And and, and and you know, let and you know, anything that is not done in faith is sin. So so don't date. Don't date around. If that's what you truly believe, then hold to that conviction. Don't date around. Don't don't go online dating. Don't let you know, when other people start, you know, that they're dating around that don't speak ill of that, but don't allow anyone to speak ill of your uh, speak evil of your good either. But if you're on the other side of it that you don't mind that process, then uh, then uh, then you know live that out and have that conviction. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about OJ Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.